0: The views expressed in this podcast do not represent the opinions or ideas of Radio St. Rose or the College of St. Rose.
1: I'm Alan Hills, and welcome to the College of St. Rose's movie review and discussion podcast series, Cutting to the Chase, brought to you by the Campus Radio Club, Radio St. Rose. So for this episode, I'm going to do something entirely different and not just review one movie. I want to talk about music and movies. To be more specific, I want to discuss this year's Oscar nominees for Best Original Song at the 91st Academy Awards. I wanted to make it about that since I have a guest with me right now. She's a music industry major here at St. Rose with a concentration in voice, and she's a very active R&B artist. She's got some music coming out, which she's going to talk about in a moment. She is Kyla Silk. Kyla, thank you so much for being here right now. Yeah,
0: no problem. Thanks for having me.
1: Hey, you're welcome. So tell me a little bit about your upcoming music and what you've been doing lately. You were just talking to me about it like right before it.
0: Yeah, so um, right now I'm collaborating in affiliation with Rose Record Label to release a single April 20th. It's called Gone. Uh, we're actually going to be recording right after uh, I get done with this. Um, and it's super exciting. Uh, I've been performing for a really long time now. I'm from Long Island. So I've been gigging a lot throughout there. And when I, since coming in St. Rose, I've been more active with, you know, reaching out with other, um, artists and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to be releasing a single with Rose record label called Gone. It's, um, Going to be released April 20th. I'm super excited about it. And I have an EP coming out shortly after nice. um, with some original music. So I'm very excited about that.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it, too. The other day, you sent me a private demo of your song, Inspiration, which is a song that I love. I mean, it's totally my kind of music. Yeah. It's been stuck in my head. It's Thank so good. You. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? How did you write that? How did you come up with it, or whatever, as a the type of musician you are?
0: So I collaborated with Pink Noise. He's another artist. Yeah, he's um, good. In affiliation with the record label. He's fantastic. And um, so we co-wrote that song together, and it really, like, I— I can't even explain. I have voice memos and I have different um, recordings of you know writing the song, and it's really cool to watch back. Um, I think even more now it it fits uh, what I'm trying to do and and the lifestyle and the way that I'm trying to put myself forward. It just shows positive energy, and um, I just I love to write kind of music that makes people feel good. That's just enjoyable and chill. So that's how my music is, and. I'm really excited to do some crossover stuff um, and work with different types of genres and collaborate with different artists. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. We really need a lot more positivity in this day and age, especially through music. So, yeah, I really like how you do that. I can't wait to hear more of it. Thank you. So, yeah, I, since I was having you on this podcast, I really wanted to expand the topic and, you know, the Oscar nominees for Best Original Song, because I thought that, you know, this year was, like, a little more exciting than most. I mean, some some Oscars are a little slow with Best Original Songs. Like, there's only two or three nominees, and you don't really know the songs. But, like, this year was, like, pretty exciting, and, you know, we'll save the winner for last. I mean, everyone knows what the winner is. But but I'm going to start a little bit in alphabetical order since I know all of them and I've seen all the movies. Uh, So, yeah, the first on the list alphabetically is... All the stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA from Black Panther, which which is a pretty cool song. I oh, think it really it's, fantastic. it's such a good song. I mean, it it so effectively conveys the emotions of the movie and the occurrences of the movie. What are your thoughts on that song?
0: Yeah, I think that like the ambience and the style of the song. Kendrick is just a fantastic lyricist. He, and yeah, he's a
1: poet. He really is. Yeah,
0: he's fantastic, and SZA and everybody too. I I it's it's different from what I usually listen to, but um, you know. Kendrick has a way to to spice up the the, the modern-day music. You know, he's always bringing something new to the table. Yeah, that's true. So I, I love that song a lot, All the Stars.
1: I know, it's a good song. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar, you're right. He is very artistic in that way. He even, like, collaborated with you 2 recently on their new album, Songs of Experience. Like, I don't think you can hear him much, but I know he was involved, like, somehow. Yeah. yeah.
0: Kendrick is definitely the poet of our day and age, for sure. He is. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, and the cool thing is, have you heard of SPAC? Yeah, You're just back there took a performing arts center. I worked there over the summer for Live Nation. We had Kendrick Lamar stop by. It was one of our biggest shows. Really? Like almost sold out. Yeah. Very and cool. his Yeah, it was really cool. I didn't see the show, but I heard in the news that his encore after getting a standing ovation was All the Stars. And apparently it was like really good. I don't think Sizzle was there. You know, it went very well with the end credits too. I like MCU end credits a lot, but you know, the hype and the upbeat nature of the music during the end credits as they're showing all the characters as if they're wearing the black panther armor that yeah. that was very cool and you felt kind of like you know happy and you could yeah. feel the triumph you, you felt know, like so. you were
0: kind of inside the movie with them
1: yeah a little bit i know yeah you really did so yeah i feel
0: like the soundtracks that go with a movie really can make or break the movie you know the whole the whole emotion and how you feel when you're being taken into it and and through it and even from the beginning credits to the very end you know um so I think that the choice for Kendrick's song to be placed at the end of that uh, toward the credits of this of the movie is it was a fantastic choice
1: Yeah, it really was the perfect choice because there were a couple other hits from that soundtrack, which were good songs, but I don't think they would have worked as well in the end credits. Like, what's the other one that he did with uh, The Weeknd, the one they play on the radio all the time? Uh, Um. Pray For Me? Yes, pray for me. That's another good one. That's a great song. It was in the casino scene, but it just wouldn't have worked as well in the end credits. You know. Yeah. And the thing is, very few movie soundtracks that feature pop artists are that successful. Kendrick Lamar did like half the soundtrack for you know Black Panther, the album, and it was a huge success. And sure. that's that's a rarity in this day and age. Yeah. Am I right in saying that?
0: I agree with you completely.
1: But yeah, all the stars, great song. I'll be listening to it for years to come. And so the next one is. A pretty big hit. It was performed at the Oscars. They made a really big deal about it. The place where Lost Things Go from yeah. Mary Poppins Returns. I Emily mean,
0: Emily Blunt. Yes. She's fantastic. I I was very surprised to see um her performance and everything. I've seen her in Into the Woods, mm. of of course. Um but she really like I loved that movie.
1: I still need to see it. I never saw it for
0: some yeah, reason. Everyone it was, talks about it. It was great. It was very different. Like I love the how they're bringing back all the Disney movies and stuff now. Yeah. Um and bringing them back in a way that I guess uh keeps keeps the imagination alive. Yeah. But but in a modern day twist, you know? We yeah. have so many new advances in in cinematography and, and yeah. what they're able to do with, you know, like um the animation side of it. Yeah. So it was super cool.
1: It is the most heartfelt song in the movie, you know, because, you know, the the kids in the movie, you know, they lost their mother, you know, and for that reason, you know, it is somewhat the saddest song in the movie, but the most heartfelt where all the other songs are like, you know, a little more joyous when you say.
0: Sure. Yeah. I feel like all movies need to have that little heart wrenching, you know, uh, introspective type of song. So this was a perfect song to to nominate.
1: Yeah, it was. And going back to the point of Emily Blunt, she was fantastic. And while we're on that subject, what do you think of... Bette Midler at the Oscars
0: oh my god Bette Midler at the Oscars I mean
1: singing that song I I thought Emily Blunt was better personally but she performed it instead of Emily Blunt and I wasn't a big fan personally because she doesn't have the same kind of you know training that Emily Blunt had for the movie I mean she sang just like you know Julie Andrews did and Bette Midler wasn't very replicant of that in her performance but, but the main reason I think Emily Blunt didn't perform was because you know she wasn't nominated and you know a few years ago her husband wasn't nominated for A Quiet Place so I don't think they're going to be good to the people at the Oscars in that way. I was talking to my uh, friend on an episode. Me, uh, You know Jackson Murphy? He's a very famous film critic. He goes to St. Rose. He's a good friend of mine. We were doing a podcast on Green Book and, you know, certain things going on at the Oscars. And we were talking about Bad Midler and why mm-hmm. Emily Blunt didn't perform. And that was his opinion because, you know, you know, they're getting snubbed all the time. Why would she do this favor for them when they don't get any recognition? You yeah, know?
0: I find it interesting because I didn't really know to like I didn't know that. I think um, Emily Blunt is primarily an actress and yeah. she does some of the, the singing things more sub- supplemental yeah and so I find it interesting to hear her timbre and and her sound as opposed to Beth Midler, who is somebody that was has been in the industry and been on Broadway and things like that for years, right.
1: Yeah, no, that is very true. Emily Blunt is primarily an actress where, you know, Bette Midler, she's very flamboyant that way. She loves to sing. She's very
0: versatile. She loves
1: to perform, yeah. But in a way, I think Emily Blunt was, you know, better because, you know, her voice was replicant to the way Julie Andrews sang all the songs in the first Mary Poppins. So in that sense, I was a little disappointed. But still, beautiful song, great movie. And you saw Mary Poppins Returns, right? sure it was I loved it so much and the thing is I was so skeptical of it for a long time but all my friends were saying nothing but great things about it so I did episodes and reviews on it and I'm glad I saw it. it was a beautiful yeah movie.
0: yeah definitely different from the original complete, yeah complete turnover yeah but um it was it was really greatly uh re rebooted reamped Uh,
1: maybe continued but yeah, yeah. I, I get your point but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I loved Lin-Manuel Miranda Oh, and my he God, was he is so absolutely
0: excellent. fantastic. He is one of those um, actors, one of those just, um, I don't even know what the proper term would be for him. He is just an all-around fantastic um, entrepreneur, just fantastic entrepreneur and actor, writer. He he does it all. Yeah. He wears many different hats, so it's super yeah. entertaining to watch him. Yeah, in Hamilton, he was in Hamilton. At, uh he yeah. was the lead in Hamilton. Yeah, and um, in the Heights, he's he's mm. absolutely fantastic. I'm a huge fan of him. I
1: know he is by far one of the most talented performers I've ever seen. I really think Triple Little Life Fantastic was like my favorite part in that movie with all the yes.
0: dancing. Yes, he really brought the this show to life because Vic De- Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. um, he like I felt like I was a little worried at first when I was hearing you know about Mary Poppins being re. Uh, redone. Yeah. Because Dick Van Dyke and Julie Andrews are really hard people to to come after. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They're a great duo. Yeah. Um, But Emily Blunt and Lin-Manuel Miranda did a fantastic job replicating.
1: I know. know. Yeah, it was quite amazing. Of course, I grew up with the original as a kid. I loved it. But of course, the chimney sweeper part, you know, where they're all dancing. That was my favorite part. But the fact, you know, that they did something uh, kind of new in the second one by upping it a little more. In a sense, you know, they kind of made... The thing is, like, with older musicals, they don't really focus on the beauty of their environments a lot, but I think in Mary Poppins Returns, they really took that to their advantage, yeah. which was how they made it, you know, a little better than the original, in a sense, but even though the original is unbeatable, they really created a beautiful spectacle with this new number that they did in Triple Little Light. Fantastic. So it re- that really... Uh, blew me away it was so fantastic yeah, but
0: i agree with you
1: but but i'm glad they nominated the place where lost things go because you know, mary Poppins returns deserves recognition so i'm glad that they did that for sure so the next oscar nominee for best original song is called when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings it's from the ballad of buster scruggs which is a western anthology film and it was sung by the actors willie watson and tim blake nelson did you
0: see that film at all buster scruggs no i never seen that one
1: it's a netflix original film directed by the cohen brothers
0: Oh, okay, I'm familiar with the Coen Brothers.
1: Yeah, the movie is very Coen Brothers. Sure. And they tell six different stories throughout the movie. So sure. there's, like, six different stories going on. And it's a pretty masterful Western. I mean, it really holds back on the comedy and it really displays more of that, you know, Coen Brothers darkness as they discuss, you know, dark themes and certain storylines and, you know, stuff like that. Um, I have friends who are, like, way bigger fans of this movie than I am, but it is a really uniquely directed movie. And when a cowboy trades a Spurs for wings, it's a... It's a pretty heartfelt song, too, because the gunfire in the beginning, Buster Scruggs, played by Tim Blake Nelson, gets killed. In the end of his story, he gets killed. And, you know, the song, When a Cowboy Traits His Spurs for Wings, it kind of reflects how, you know, only in death can men really accept each other and not want to, you know, fight to the death, hence the title of the song. But if you haven't heard the song, you should definitely check it out. Are you one for, like, country music at all?
0: Yeah, I'm actually a... a- I, I dabble with country music. My dad's a lot more of a hmm. country friend than I am. Um, but I, I, I listen to all types of music, so I'll definitely have to check that song out. I love a good country song. <laughs> I
1: know. Years ago, I played guitar. That was like when I was around six. I haven't really done it at six, but I really feel this urge in me to like really learn guitar again and just write country songs because I love the emotion of them. And
0: Oh, for sure. Country <laughs> has a way of telling a story that not a lot of other genres can.
1: Yeah, I know. There's And there's so many bands and singers I love like zach brown band tim mcgraw oh and, yeah brad and,
0: paisley have you ever yes brad Rapinsley? paisley he's great he's, he's really great he's a great writer yeah he Carri is underwood re- is fantastic oh as carrie well.
1: underwood yeah i know she's been around for a long time i remember when she won american idol like, yeah me 15 too. years ago That's, i know it's pretty insane but yeah and i'm sure you know Kiefer sutherland right no he was in that show, 24, he's, oh, he's Donald Sutherland. Oh, I know the, the show, song. 24. Yeah, he has actually become a very successful country singer. I mean, his really? his style is really, like, you know, kind of, like, very emotional, gritty, old-school country, and his songs are just, like, so well-written.
0: Oh, that's dope. I'll have to check that out.
1: Yeah, his friend is a famous producer named Jude Cole. He's produced bands such as Lifehouse, and he's been helping him know, out Lifehouse. a lot with that. Yeah. Oh, really cool. Yeah, Lifehouse was one of my favorite bands growing up, so it makes sense that the music is catchy, but... Yeah. But yeah, Buster Scruggs is now you know one of my favorite movies. It is very dark in that Coen Brothers way. But still, when a cowboy trades a Spurs for wings, it really is that emotional heartfelt country song. In fact, it was written by two people named David Rawlings and Gillian Welch, who were a big duo in the 90s. They wrote a lot of country that was like, you know, dark Americana or dark bluegrass, you know, mm-hmm. that really resembled those emotions or feelings. But yeah. But then again, it goes against the kind of, you know, happy and positive music that you want to produce. So it's not like we need that kind of thing every day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but there's always the thing that I find super um, fantastic and and the, the reason why I love music so much is that there's a way to bring community through music and and to to like allow people of all different walks of life, all different situations to find a middle ground in 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 relation, in in relating to each other. And so I think that, you know, all appreciating all different types of genres of music just expands your your ability to connect with others.
1: Yeah, and it's great that you said that because that's what the song is all about. When a cowboy trades his spurs for wings, you know it's sad, but you know that only in death can men accept each other. But the song is all about you know finding that middle ground, you know th- through peace and acceptance. You know, so yeah, so it is good that you said that because the song really reflects that very well. But
0: I think, but yeah, I think now more than ever in uh, in the political climate that we're in, in like social and economical climates that we're in right now specifically social social uh topics that are going on yeah i think that it's super important for for people to empathize with each other yeah and so i think that that song uh, from what you're telling me i couldn't think of a better nominee
1: i totally get your point and it kind of relates to you know all the stars in that sense i talked about that song very briefly in the beginning i want to go back to that a little bit and i i think all the stars, you know, reflects, you know, T'Challa's motivations in the film, and, you know, through his ruling of Wakanda, he has to find, you know, some kind of middle ground. I definitely think... When a cowboy trades his Spurs for wings is more emotional, but "All the Stars" is a little more upbeat in that sense because you know T'Challa's, you know, discoveries of what he needs to do is a little—they're a little more upbeat in that sense. You know, we can feel the the positivity and the energy of the lyrics and the beat of that song because you can feel those. Do you know what I mean? Am I? Yeah. No, I completely here?
0: agree with you.
1: Yeah, "All the Stars" is a little more upbeat and happy about it. Where. When a cowboy trades his spurs for wings is, you know, more emotional. It's
0: more, yeah, yeah, it's more heartfelt.
1: Yeah, you got the you got the happy one and you got the heartfelt one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that. It's that equality that we're talking of here. you got to find a middle ground. You need exactly. that variety. But, but, yeah, it's just such an exciting year for Best Original Song nominees. And I guess we'll move on to the final one now since we could talk about this one forever. Shallow, I'm so happy that that song won. And yeah. Star is Born is such an incredible movie. I think
0: it was a complete shoo-in. I, I, didn't, I didn't see any, any other reason for it to not get chosen.
1: I know. Yeah, and did you see the Oscars at all?
0: Um. Yes, I watched a little. I watched this section. Like we're, I watched that when the Shallows got nominated like, when they won the award.
1: Did you see where I'm sorry? We the say
0: performance. Something? I seen the performance. Uh, uh, so that
1: too. that was the highlight of the night for me, and especially that the way that they filmed it. They filmed it on the stage so that the audience could see them, kind of like how they filmed it in the movie. Each other. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What I really admire about Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper is their way that that they're able to uh, show such chemistry. Yeah, with each other. And uh, I know like, I don't know if you've been hearing like all the buzz about like uh, allegedly that they're together or in love and things like (laughs) that. Yeah, that's probably not true. But I find it super funny because like, uh, you don't see it too much, but the best performers are the ones that can really like show you the emotion through the song, through through everything. Um, And I think that Lady Gaga does a fantastic job to a point where people are questioning if she 's in love with Bradley Cooper or not <laughs> yeah of conveying a song, and I think if it wasn 't for that that this could have just been any other any other song, do you know what I mean?
1: yeah, I do know what you mean their chemistry is very good, and you know when a singer usually makes that transition from music to acting, you know they often get butchered you know fifteen years ago when Mark Wahlberg was considering being a serious actor, I mean he got you know butchered in the media sure. and he didn 't even they didn't even take him seriously until he sure. was in the departed in 2006 but lady gaga being in this movie they instantly accepted her and you yeah. wouldn't, and you wouldn't think that she had that kind kind of chemistry with Bradley Cooper because you know that's in a way that's unheard of because they're in totally separate professions but they were amazing in this movie, and I totally think that they got snubbed with their nominations. They they didn't win the awards, although other great actors and actresses won the awards, but I, I think they should have won because I love the movie so much. I resonate with it a lot, especially since Live Nation Productions produced it. You know, sure. I, I work at SPAC seasonally, and whenever they're on stage, I feel like I'm in a concert. I mean, they somehow captured the realism of a show going on and that lifestyle. Yeah. You know, it, it is quite amazing, but yeah. I mean, Shallow is a... It's such a beautifully written song. What are your opinions on Shallow? I mean, it's really it's really deep. There's like so much going on in the lyrics.
0: Yeah. I think um when I first heard the song, I I really liked it. I think after hearing it so many times, I've kind of gotten a little like oh, yeah, exhausted no. by yeah. it, but um I think honestly, I think it's beautifully written. Um I I think it's a great song, a great duet, and Bradley Cooper sounds amazing on it. I never I knew that he could actually sing like he's so good I He's know so s- good
1: such a good country singer I never would have thought yeah. like you just said that he would be a great singer but yeah with but Lady
0: Gaga I'm not very surprised
1: well no yeah I'm just more surprised that she's a great actress you know yeah <laughs> but
0: but she really is and I think um it shows in her performances people that are usually like able to animate and stuff uh through their music videos like Lady Gaga has such a history with her Super extravagant costumes and stunts that she puts in her yeah. music videos and on the red carpets and things like that. So I think that it was just a matter of if she could really pull off a good movie, you know. Um, I know that there's like Cher gets a lot of um, there's a lot of things about Cher being in the acting biz and yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna throw any tear shade on my queen Cher, but <laughs> but like I think that Lady Gaga kind of showed that. That there are, there are actors there I mean that yeah. there are musicians that are able to not only convey a really really good performance through their music but they right. can do it without it too
1: yeah no yeah they totally but, can she really did a great job of this movie go with the subject of Cher does she get criticism because I'm surprised yeah.
0: for uh, when she, she did um, the Mamma Mia movie here we go again the yeah. s- the second yeah. one and there was a lot of backlash not backlash but a lot of like buzz because you know Cher was gonna be on it and um I hope this isn't a spoiler alert, but Meryl Streep was only in two minutes of it and Cher was in the entire movie. So wow. which was really funny to me. She she was pretty good. Um I mean I'm not an actor critic, you know? I don't right. I yeah, yeah I wouldn't know too much, but I think for it, it would it would make no sense for Lady Gaga or Cher not to be in a musical movie you know what I mean so
1: yeah I know it's amazing that she got more screen time than Meryl Street but I think it's unfair to criticize Cher because she's both a great actress and a great singer and you know in fact I think her best movie personally is where she is not musically involved at all 1987 movie? Moonstruck have you seen that movie oh
0: no but I've heard of it
1: highly acclaimed hilarious movie it's an Italian-American comedy which I would totally understand since I am half Italian-American sure. so but yeah and Nicolas Cage is in it too oh There's... my god but, but Cher is awesome in that oh, and I don't, Cher's know, a queen. I don't know if she's Italian-American in real life maybe she is but she played a convincing one and i think the criticism is you know kind of unfair and for that reason i'm surprised that you know lady gaga was instantly accepted good for her you know it's amazing because the media just criticizes people way too much a lot of the time like to the point where it's unfair
0: yeah i find it interesting when people start to cross um cross uh boundaries or cross lines with with um you know exploring different different parts of the arts whether it's dance or whether it's acting or whether it's going into music or things like that and um like even beyonce had yeah. i know that she had some backlash with acting and things like that i don't see it too much uh, i don't see too much that there are actors that go into music um i see it more the the other way around music going into acting or actors that were music are musicians anyway right But I think it's really cool to expand and to be able to say that you've you've worn those many hats. It's just building up portfolio. Good for them. You know, who are we? Who are we to criticize them? They've got more money than we do. You know,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm in film and new media, which is where you learn to produce films and make films and create content and you know i appreciate a star is born for that reason it's so beautifully made and chow's a great song and you know going back to how the performance was filmed at the oscars it was filmed on the stage so you could see the audience similar to the movie that kind of shot is called you know a a one take shot or something like that but it was filmed entirely in one take with that camera and the fact that they were able to make it you know so powerful was you know pretty revolutionary you know that's why it was the the highlight of the night for me the, oh yeah, the way they performed at the at the Oscars was you know just as emotional as you know the movie because that's one of the only you know positive moments of the movie because things kind of go downhill for them yeah. from there but but it's still a beautiful story, oh and- yeah.
0: Definitely great
1: movie. did you see it in the theater because I didn't like I no, saw it and- I
0: watched it like on my computer. Yeah, but same. my my family, a bunch of my friends and family went to go see it in the theater. They said it was absolutely amazing. I've only heard good things about this movie.
1: It would have been great if it won best picture. There were a lot of big competitors this year, but yeah, it's sure. definitely one of Who my won fav- best picture Green book. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did a podcast on Green Book a couple weeks ago with my friend, Jackson Murphy. He's a very famous film critic. He studies communications here at St. Rose. Green Book is a good movie, but it has very simplistic production values compared to the other nominees. Like, you know, A Star is Born, you know, or Black Panther. You know, very grand movies with very epic scale. For sure. So I was surprised that I won Best Picture. But then again, it was a very competitive year. But A Star is Born, you know, will always be one of my favorite movies. And, you know, I'm glad that uh, Shallow was nominated and it was a very exciting year for best original song nominees and I'm really glad we touched base on all of them. Like which which ones do you like like the most? Like now we can discuss like why we like some more than others. I think that would be good to film in time.
0: I think honestly I prefer the song um I forget uh, the the one? one from Mary Poppins,
1: uh, the place where lost things go. Yeah. Yes,
0: because I do really love. For me, it's just super nostalgic, like this. Oh yeah. You know, like I I love musicals, and I'm always gonna be too, a huge yeah. sucker for musicals. So so for for me, that song is really nice. For a song to you know play on the radio to chill with friends, all yeah. the stars is you know it's that it can't be beat. Yeah, the Kendrick song. Kendrick is always gonna be my my number one. Yeah. Um, and i do like the shallows i hear it a lot in the dining hall so oh, yeah. <laughs> you know i don't sure really do. need yeah. to get an extra fill of it but yeah, what no. do you think
1: well yeah i agree with your point there and i think it really depends on you know what you're in the mood for sometimes you want to feel more heartfelt with the place where lost things go but when you want to have fun with your friends let's crank all the stars oh, sure. you know? but I th- yeah
0: i think that um rap and hip hop is really in right now it is and it's it's only going to continue to get bigger yeah which I think is a great thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm I I guess um pop is always going to be it's it's not it's always going to be number 1 if that makes sense. Yeah. So oh, All yeah. The Shallows was for sure going to win. I think All The Stars would have been my second bet.
1: Yeah, it probably would have been my second bet, too. And to answer your question on which I prefer, I, uh, I don't really know. It really, like, depends on the mood. I think I might like all the stars the most because it's really triumphant. And by the way, I am a huge MCU aficionado. As a filmmaker, those movies have had a huge influence on me because they've reminded me that superhero movies can still be good and that movies in general can still be good. And they're very creative with their movies, especially— Superhero
0: movies are so— Fantastic! Yeah. I'm not really like a movie connoisseur, um, but I've recently like I've I've started watching more like Marvel movies yeah. and like, things like that. Yeah. And they're so fun because um, they bring the elements of like uh, action and comedy. Yeah. They also have a love storyline. Like it's very interesting, I think, for anybody that could watch yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm more of a person that's into, like, romance movies, comedy. I'm a big person into. like
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of into rom-coms, too, especially if they're good. A lot of them aren't, but I like some that are, like, really oh, yeah. good. Sometimes
0: yeah. you just gotta watch it for the meme.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I probably like All the Stars the most. Shallow, a close second. The Place Where Lost Things Go, a close third. And When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings, a close fourth. All these songs are very close to each other. It really depends what I'm in the mood for. But because I'm such a big, you know, like, MCU nerd, I'm always gonna go for All the Stars because, i love black panther i love you know the mcu you know marvel cinematic universe sure so yeah at the end of the day that's probably you know what i would listen to the most But which one of these songs is best written do you think i mean like what is the most groundbreaking in terms of like the movies they represent i wonder
0: i feel like it you would have to look at it objectively um because all of them are such different styles if that makes sense yeah no yeah um so so they're all going to kind of touch on on different things, you know? Like a pop song is not going to be written the same way that a rap uh, uh you know a, a a rap piece is. Yeah. Um but I think uh I honestly think in my opinion Shallows was written the best, I think, cuz it's just very cohesive. To me, I can see a a pattern. Yeah. I can see like a clear outline and clear timeline of where the song is starting and where it needs to go. I agree. And it tells yeah. a cohesive story. Yeah. So in my opinion, that's the best written song.
1: Yeah, it's a greatly written song. In my opinion, I think maybe once again, All the Stars is the best written song because, you know, it represents the entire message of, you know, the movie as a whole in the Black Panther storyline and T'Challa's conflicts and motivations on how he needs to change. So So yeah, that's my opinion. But but the thing is, you know, all the songs. That were nominated this year were great, and I'm really happy we got the chance to discuss it.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. Thanks so much for having yeah, me. Yeah,
1: unfortunately, that's all the time we have. Thank you again for coming on. This has been awesome.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, hope
1: to have you on again. This has been great. Yeah,
0: 100%. You just let me know.
1: I will. Once again, I'm Alan Hills, and this has been Cutting to the Chase. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. And here's a teaser from Kyla Silk's EP coming in summer 2019. It's called Inspiration, featuring Pink Noise. But I know.